Hey everybody, welcome back to the Steel City Blitz Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. And uh, I know they're pretty excited down there. The Dolphins winning last week. And uh, so hello to everybody at the Deck Bar down there. And uh, I would just like to start out on this program by reprimanding each and every one of you for picking the Bengals to win last week. you're you're all awful fans, awful people. How you could ever go against the Bengal or against the Steelers, I have no idea. Um, but ultimately, the Steelers pulled out a victory, and uh, I I should add myself in that chastising because I also picked the Bengals. Uh, but nevertheless, it's going to be an in and out type of show tonight. We got Ryan Scarpino is here, Ben Anderson is here. We expect to see Ian pop in at some point. We also expect probably Miss Ellie Finnerty. We're not sure if she's dropping in or not, but uh, she's always welcome, of course. And uh, you are always welcome, of course, as well. And I got to post the link in the uh, socials here shortly. But uh, anyway, gentlemen, I hope you are well tonight. And uh, Scarpino, uh, I'm going to go to you first so Ben can finish chewing his, uh, his dinner there. Um what was your overall impressions as, as that game unfolded on, on Sunday? What were you uh, taking away from it? Yeah, last week I, I said that I, I thought that game was more about the Bengals uh, mm-hmm. than it was the Steelers because I expected the Steelers defense – or I'm sorry, I thought that the formula for success for the Steelers was their defense was going to play really well. I didn't think they'd play that well. Um, and then the, the offense would capitalize off of turnovers, and that's – pretty much what happened but the Bengals you know I don't want to necessarily say they came out flat I really do think the Steelers were schemed up well I you know I you know Minka was in great position and you know to me that that's a testament to to uh Terrell Austin and Brian Flores I I think the Steelers defensive coaches are, are awesome we'll talk about offense later um but you know I give credit to the Bengals because I thought that that game was just and I knew they played really bad, but I, I expected them to just just lay over, you know, lay down right, and just right. kill over. And and you know what? They fought back, and they 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 thought they had the game winning touchdown. But you know what? I mean, long snappers matter. Just remember Absolutely. that. What was it? Was it great? Well, long snapper was wasn't it? At, wasn't at fault there. The snap was fine. It, on, yeah, it was Drew. On it was that extra a, point. They're, they're blocking tight end. Drew Semple yeah, totally. Yeah. Drew Semple I mean, just he olayed. He just blew it. And, and give give Minka credit because that was great. But if he just barely touches Minka, that this game yeah. over. I mean, yeah. it, he just it, chips it, him yes. one hand. But still, like, so I, I I mean I think I think the in my opinion I think the Bengals would be in better shape than the Steelers are moving forward, especially with the TJ Watt injury and especially yeah. what we saw on offense. But, you know, a, a win is a win. And I know it could have went the other way about 15 different times. But, you know, 1-0 is 1-0, especially 1-0 in the north. Hey, guys, I want to uh, just just real quickly uh, give a shout out to somebody that is listening from Korea. Um, 76 Corvette. And uh, it, first of all, if you're in the military, uh Thank you so much, and, and uh, appreciate what you're doing over there. And uh, if, if you're not, I still appreciate it. But either way, <laughs> welcome, welcome to the show. Um, it is uh, a different hour over there for sure. Um, ben, your uh, 
your thoughts as Sunday unfolded. I know you, uh, go ahead, crack your beer. Beautiful. Uh, I, I know you watch with a very large group of people. Um, so what uh, what was your take? Well, first, I just want to note for the record that no one mentioned fantasy football the entire three and a half, four hours we were sitting there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, that's, it's pretty great. That's got to be a first. Nobody, uh, nobebody cheered for uh, any Bengals. Uh, right. There were none of those assholes present at the bar on Sunday. Thank you, baby Jesus. Um, and you know, next, uh, obviously, you know, I thought it was going to be a blowout and go the other way. I did too. Um, I, I really thought it was going to be awful and that we were going to get humiliated and be, you know, pissed, dejected. Uh, the Steelers' defense. I knew they were good. I did not expect greatness week one. That was yeah. stellar. And it really sucks losing TJ Watt. And, you know, as yeah. as Scarves put it right after the game, I'd take a 30-point loss and not not having lost TJ Watt. And I agree. I would uh, I would have the same. You know, they're saying six weeks. You know, my, my instinct is more like, you know, after the bye-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, when he comes back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. You, you want to bring him in gradually. So whenever mm-hmm. he's ready, he's ready. You don't save him for an opponent. In my opinion, you, you bring him back when he's ready to play because he's not going to play 90% of the snaps when he comes back. We're gonna have yeah, to I, back I, in. I agree with you. I mean, you, you and I, and well, Ryan too, we've all been around this game long enough to know that, uh, a pectoral injury, um, it takes a while. Whether I strained it's, you know, my pec badly once. Just and, and, strained it, and it it killed me for two months after. Yeah, it, it just so takes a while. A tear. Thinking that guy is going to come back in six weeks at a hundred percent. Absolutely not. I realize you know he's he's an athlete. He's a professional yeah. athlete. Those guys are built differently. I get all of that, but you know, um, soft tissue is soft tissue. It takes as long as it takes to to heal. He is not going to be 100% this season. Remember Stephon Tuitt? Yeah. When he tore his bicep? Yes. And it wasn't a complete tear. It was at the top of the bicep rather than the bottom. And, mm-hmm. you know, he could come back the same season. He wasn't the same. No. And it's going to be similar. No. He's he's going to be effective when he comes back, but he's not going to be TJ Watt effective when he comes are, back. Are you concerned at all that, um, I mean, we know he's not going to be 100% like you said, but, I mean, could could he do – further damage and then puts next year, the beginning of next year in jeopardy. Okay. Well, here's my understanding of this entire thing and the way it played out. Initially, the Steelers doctors were like, yeah, this isn't that bad. We, we thought it was gonna be a lot worse. You can rehab it and you can come back and you can play four to six weeks, whatever, you know, and that's just a guess right now. We'll see how it goes, but you can come back this season and play. And Watt was like, eh, I don't know. I'm going to yeah. take this seriously. He talked to his brother who told For him to sure. take the injury seriously. And and he needed to be convinced. So he went and got some other opinions. Two of them. Mm-hmm. And my feeling is that if he had been told by one of those doctors that playing again this season could potentially or had the high potential to make that worse. Yeah. He would have shut down for the season. Instead, yeah. what he was told was... Yeah, you can you can rehab through this, and you can play through the year, and you might need surgery after the season, maybe. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you can play through this, and you know the risk 
the risk of greater injury is there, but it's not high enough that, you know, yeah. you need to really worry about it. So he came back and he played or he's going to come back and play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So back to the original question. Um, Steelers special teams played great. Defense obviously was elite stellar. Don't drum Mark. Um, uh, Steelers offense. Not so good. Not well, so good at all. Let, let's. I want to stay on the defense first, and, and then we'll get to the offense because I know we're going to have a lot of comments. All right. Well, re- I wasn't going to get into details about the right. uh, the offense. You, you just asked me for for the broad strokes. Of the yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the defense won that game. Absolutely won it. For no sure. question. Minka Fitzpatrick. At the game, yeah. Had he not played, we would have lost. <laughs> Badly. We would have lost. Um, um, yeah, you know, and it, it isn't just the, the two big plays. He frustrated Jamar Chase the entire game long. That guy was getting pissed. When, when you give a guy the double do barrel this, salute, yeah. you're pissed. You, yeah. You, you know, yeah. but they both had great games. Like they did. They, they, yes. I mean, and then, so here's my thing. And, and we just talked, we, I talked about it earlier. They were that close. And I know, I know, uh, uh, you know, almost winning is the yeah. same as the yeah. loss, but Everybody knew the ball was going to the Jamar Chase on that final play. Oh yeah, and it went. So I so I look so I look at that as the Steelers defense played such an amazing game, but they were that close to being the what like yeah, and they gave up a lot of yards. And of course, that's just the way it is. The Bengals were terrible in that first half, thanks to the Steelers defense putting pressure on them, scheming yeah. and scheming them the right way. But that second half, I, t- I, I, you know, I messaged the group. I was like, I'm getting nervous, man. <laughs> like, oh, hell yeah. because, because, well, then we talk about the offense, but you know, I, I thought, I thought there, I thought, I mean, so like Cam said this today, but they still gave up, you know, 130 something rushing yards. Um, right. You know, they, that's not something that they take pride in. Okay. Mixon, besides that one long run, he was, he was pretty much held in check. Um, but and from my from my perspective, um, and this happens, you know, this is the, the way it is. But the guys made plays. Like, like I don't know if I can recall that many times, like a defensive back mm-hmm. or a group of defensive backs, including Minka, made plays like like instinctive plays. Like whether it was Cam Sutton's interception or just tackling or just being where you needed to be. And and I think, that I, in my opinion, I think that. That that's credit to Terrell Austin. I really do, and I and this is no disrespect to Keith Butler, but I just think that like what we're used to seeing, like uh, Vince Williams on Keenan Allen in clutch situations, no, that's not happening. Um, no, I don't happen. think that's no. going to happen moving forward. Hallelujah, you know. Well, you, you know, know, I I think um, since we're talking about little things. Well, Ben, the, let the, me the, jump in real the, quick because you you said this, and, and I think this is a very very important point. You made this comment during the game that that the tackling that's where I was going. Yeah, was better. So I'll, I'll just leave it to you. Go ahead. It the the biggest thing that jumped out to me during the first half was they were coming to a point of balance and then making the tackle consistently. All of them, they were they weren't just trying to fly through the ball carrier fly through fly through the backfield passing the play trying to get there as fast as they possibly could they would get there quickly and then slow down come to a point of balance and stop the ball carrier 
and that to me was, I think the biggest reason that the defense was, was different. Now, yes, the defensive front was looking for every opportunity they possibly could find to bat down balls. There were two picks along the defensive front. Yeah. Um, that was insane. Um, two forced fumbles, one that, that we collected, seven sacks. Uh, Joe Burrow himself had five turnovers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I, I never dreamed that was going to happen. Never. Neither did I. And, no. and when you look at that, that part of it and all of the gifts that the defense gave to the offense, the Steelers should have won by 21, yeah. <laughs> not by three in overtime. No, you'll get no argument here. Okay. So the offense, eh, not very good. No, no. Um, I, you know, the, the tackling stood out to me. Um, I see light. And then is that what, what are you drinking, Scarps? Hey, no, it's no. that. It's something uh, fancy. Le, I don't know. Lefay, Leffy. I don't fucking know. It's Belgian ale. Holy Jesus, you can't even Lefe. pronounce a damn thing. Le, yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I, just just the, the communication looked smoother. I, I mean, I, you know, you, you can't say enough about Minka. Uh, I mean, just when he – what a difference from last year where he had to be the guy coming down to the box and making right. a tackle because the run defense was so bad. Now you saw what happened when the run defense is a little better. He can sit back and just play. He and, can just freelance. Which oh my is God! The whole what a difference. Yeah. Um, and and obviously, you know, Watt was you know tremendous. Cam had a great day. I think Larry Ogunjobi made a Larry Ogunjobi balled out. Yep, yeah, he made some well. terrific. That plays. was a good it, signing, man. <laughs> I, 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 right, and, and I think it's great. I think it's going to give uh, Tyson Alaalu enough breathers where he's. Yeah. He's going to be in a situation he's not going to feel like he's he's got all the pressure on him. Um, he's not going to feel like he's 35. Well, that too. And it, let me get to what had been the elephant in the room for a long, long time in the name of Devin Bush. Um, yeah, he had a nice game. Ryan, what'd you think? He must have been listening to podcasts last week. Um, I mean, again, like we, we, like we talked about this last week. Like we, we all knew – who was going to step up. And I don't think we knew that they were going to step up as much as they did. But I mean, again, if there was a time when Devin Bush and listen, I'm not going to sit here and say he was all pro or a pro bowler, but he did. He didn't make, at least from my point of view, he didn't make, he, I'm sure he made mistakes if you, if, 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 if the coaches said it, but there was never a play where I was like, oh, he sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's a, that, that, you know, I, I thought he was pretty assignment sound. Now yeah, there, he, there were he, moments where he didn't execute perfectly, Sure, but he was where he was supposed to be when the play was in his area, in his vicinity. He, he definitely looked interested, right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, right? like yeah. he was, he was there to play. Like no it question. didn't look like he was just like there for for no. like he, he looked was not like, there for oh, a paycheck. Like, he yeah. was there. He was there to play, and and he yeah. he played pretty well. I I'd like to see more of that. I would too. And I and Ben, I'll ask you real quick. What did you make of the rotation? I I did not think even with Bush being kind of as iffy as he's been, I didn't think we'd see Spillane that much. Robert Spillane on third down was pissing me the fuck off. <laughs> Okay, he can't cover anyone. He can't. No. All right. No. And his tackling wasn't that great on Sunday. I, it's like th- this is the thing we need you to do. That big tight end coming through the middle. 
catching the ball two yards short of the first down. We need you to stop him. That's why you're there, and you can't even fucking do that. Why are you on the field? You can't cover. They know they're going to get a completion to that guy that you're covering, but then stop him. I think that, Ben, no, I agree. I, and and I, it ended up being, what, four, three or four corner – three or four defensive backs played 100, like 100 snaps. Yeah. Right? Something like that, yeah. which is insane. But I think that they were being cognizant of the fact that it, it was sticky. It was definitely sticky in Pittsburgh last Sunday. And I, I, they, they, were, they were talking about like you could feel the air. I think that oh, they were sure. really just trying to help with conditioning. And that makes sense. I agree with you, Ben, though. Like I, you know, to me, I'm, 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 I'm done with the Spillane experiment. I, he's a good backup on occasion. Mm-hmm. But Spillane like, seems like a good dude too. I, I don't, I don't want to give him anybody the no, idea I agree. That, I, that, I, yeah. that I have something personal against him. I, I don't, no. it's just, you know, God. Yeah. Play better. I, 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 you know, I think we were enamored last, you know, two years ago. He had the big hit on Derrick Henry. He had the pick six in Baltimore. Oh, and, I, and I think when those things happen, people all of a sudden get a very overinflated opinion of a player. Um, I, I, and again, I, I would echo what you were saying, Ben. Great guy, hard worker, guy has yeah, busted his ass. Man. You know, it, it, it's just you are what you are. And ultimately, what he is is a, a throwback linebacker that just doesn't fit, especially as it pertains to coverage in, in today's NFL. Well, Spillane you know. is not a guy who should be playing how many snaps? Uh, uh, he got hurt, though, but yeah. Uh, 29. <laughs> 29 snaps. He's man, not a guy. More than that. Yeah, he should, be, he should be playing 29 snaps, especially in passing situations. You yeah. know, on rundowns, yeah, put him in there. And this, Go ahead. This is just me. Again, I I don't necessarily I don't necessarily know what they what they think they have in that rotation when it comes to those situations. Because Miles Jack is new. Then you got Devin, who has shown glimpses of positivity yeah, throughout yep. his career. He showed yep. negativity too. Yep. And then even 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 Bobby Spillane. Uh, has shown positivity and negativity, so I think they're 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 trying to test it out. But we all know that Robert Spillane is a liability in coverage. So, you know, and, and I I want to add on too. Everybody was so high on Mark Robinson, and with with every reason. Okay, he played really well in the preseason. He worked hard. He had a, he had a great training camp, but he was inactive on on Sunday. And I think that just gives you an idea how difficult just getting a helmet can be sometimes uh, as well as he played and, and he didn't, he didn't play on Sunday. So um, they're probably obviously very, not a, probably is not a good enough special teams player. Th- that could be uh, very well uh, too, Ben. Um, hey, real quick. Uh, don't forget that we are very happy to be part of the pigskin podcast net- podcast network. Which means we are part of DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. All right. Yeah, so I didn't do well. Scarps, how'd your bets go last week, by the way? Uh, I did okay. Did okay. That's a good for um, you. Yeah, did a, yeah. And I, 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 uh, the four, 
the 49ers were not friendly, but, uh, Oh man. Um, what a bunch of bums. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, I was okay. We're okay. I'm still alive in a lot of survivor polls, you know, how about the, how about that Belichick team there last week? I, not, not a Belichick team. They, they didn't look anything like know. a Belichick. They team. always stink in Miami. They do mm-hmm. not do well in Miami. That like no, they don't. They do not. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. Well, we'll get to the Pats here shortly. Um, talk it, shit, talk yo shit, Ben. Okay, I'm, I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, like I said, we'll get to that. Um, Okay, guys, I I have a question on defense before we shift over to offense. Was Akello Witherspoon, why was he so far off on on the touchdown to Jamar Chase? And and, and Ben, I'll let you tackle that one first. Is it just me or why would you be so far off in that situation? That was the coverage that was called. I mean, okay. For lack of a better way of putting it, I, I don't think that he, he like he fans seem to get the impression that players decide where they're going to line up. Right. Very true. Like I used to know guys that thought that Ike Taylor lined up, you know, as an off off man cover corner because that was the way Ike wanted to line up. That's bullshit. Right. That's that's what the coaches tell him to do. And so he's doing it. OK, so. You know, if you want to be pissed about somebody about schematics, you, you go back to the coaches and you ask them what the hell they're, you know, they're thinking. I think what they thought there was we don't have any help over top. We need to give this guy some cushion because Jamar Chase is awesome. Mm-hmm. And maybe Witherspoon's got a chance to stop him if we give him, a, you know, a big cushion. I, Ryan, go ahead. I mean, I've got some thoughts, but and, and also welcome in Ellie here. We'll uh, we'll get her thoughts yeah. here in just a second. <laughs> You know, this is no disrespect to, to Witherspoon, but like Jamar Chase is a is a is a He's baller. A he is a absolutely he is a game breaker. Like like, and even though and I and I said this earlier, like we all knew where it was going, but like that is a lonely place to be. And oh, coming yeah. from a, and coming from a guy that was never athletic enough to ever play a skill position or even play the, you know <laughs> the defensive back, let alone uh, in the league. I mean, it, at that point. You just got to be like, you know what? I'm going to do my best with, with right. the coverage that I'm assigned. And 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 this is the other thing, too. And I know Steelers Twitter was a little cocky this week. First of all, Jamar Chase is unbelievable. Second of all, yeah, Joe Burrow was shitty. But that dude is still a good football player. And like yes. Joe Burrow got harassed by that defensive front yes. all game long. And, that had nothing yeah. to do with Joe Burrow being no, shitty. But, like, that dude, like, I mean – like I, t- I told you, I was starting to get nervous, but like, because that dude has that. Like, he that just dude keeps has coming back. Yes. They just keep whooping yeah. his ass, yes. and he just keeps coming yes. back to eat more so and like, more and more so of it. Another, it was it was impressive. So I thought. An- so another thing too is maybe Witherspoon thought they were going to throw. I don't know. Maybe he thought I don't care. I'm not going to put too much on him. I, I'm fine right. with that because that was a right. it was a it was a good read. It was it was a quick out, and it was just perfect. And and honestly. Yeah. I don't know who would have been able to stop that. Yeah, and I, I don't think anybody would have. I that's why I wondered why he was so far off. I, I just thought that's the one thing he couldn't give up. It's like, okay, if he if he takes the slant, well then you've got maybe some help inside. If he tries to run the little fade route, now you're just being an athlete up against him. And yeah, he's a great athlete, but Witherspoon's got some long arms. 
So I, I don't know. It just seemed odd to me. But anyway, Maybe, yeah. I, I mean, I, you know. I, I don't disagree with you. Maybe you you try to, to give him inside leverage to push him back toward the defense rather than, than giving him exactly you know, the outside. I I don't know. Again, what Ryan just said, I'm not out there. I, no, I don't know how either. he read it. I don't know what his assignment was. Um, it's really hard to grade that moment. No question. No question. And and yeah. Anyway, Miss Ellie, how are you this fine evening? Good, thank you. How are you? Wonderful. We're doing great. It's a it's a victory week, as you well know. Um, just just real quick, what were your thoughts Sunday watching this? Because we all had the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Steelers, and I don't think any of us had this less than a a ten point win. Um, so as this is unfolding, what's going through your head? I mean, if we're going to go based on our predictions, then I guess you would call it very successful. Um, didn't you pick the Steelers? No, I actually didn't. And then you told me how um, I was changing as a person because I was becoming... <laughs> well, actually, I was chastising all of them. <laughs> right. Not you, <laughs> No, I did not have them winning. I think all of us said they were going to lose this. We did. So I guess from that perspective, it's successful. I think there were moments and certainly the defense where you could say um, amazing the way they stepped up and, and definitely things they wanted to see. But what I really wanted to see, kind of what happened on defense, but happening offensively. And with a, really, we didn't see too much of that at all. So I'm still worried moving into the next week. Well, join the club. Um, so so let's talk a little offense here. Uh, Ryan, what, what was your just overall take on Mitch Trubisky? Let's just start with the quarterback play. Oh. You know, we and we, you know, for for those out there, we we do this. We we talk amongst ourselves uh, and I, I just amongst ourselves all the time. I yeah. just, you know, to me, to me, um I thought Mitch. I thought Mitch threw off his back foot way too many times. I, I thought that he did push the ball down the field. Um, I think he. I think he tied for the most attempts twenty yards down the field in the in the league. But you know, he definitely missed. He definitely missed some throws. Um, he looked hesitant. You know, God bless him. He found he found Muth when it mattered most. Um, but. You know, I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if I don't know if it's if it's route running in the middle of the field. But this has been a topic on Twitter all week that there's still no middle of the field action. There's there's nothing in the middle of the field. And I know he got the ball to Muth late. Um, and again, good for him for seeing that. But for me, um, I didn't I didn't expect more or less from Mitch. But I thought that he might make a couple better throws. And uh, are we talking total offense or just Mitch? Yeah, right now, just Trubisky. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen, and 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 I and I, oh my god, and I, I guarantee you, so many people are like, put Pickett in, put Pickett in, but you know what? When push came to shove, he got the fucking job done. He did. Like, he did. He got the job done. And Boz, who's always usually money, and I was like, all right, Mitch, you need one good, and then Deontay too. Obviously, yeah. a great catch by him, but but Mitch Mitch made some really good throws on that final drive. He, he did, and and I think that's ultimately what I settled on too. Is yeah, he missed a lot of throws, throwing off the back foot, but made some plays when he had to. Ben, uh, mixed bag, but I I thought that that Mitch was 
as advertised. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he missed some throws, less some throws out there that he he should have made. Um, he found some throws late in in plays and broken plays that you know were good throws. Um, he had some throws where his mechanics, especially his footwork, were off. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, they were less than stellar throws. So it was a mixed bag. It was all over the place. Um, comes back to what we were talking about before, though. You know, Ben Roethlisberger was not a good athlete anymore. We all know that. We all acknowledge mm-hmm. it. He didn't even have a great arm anymore. But what he had going for him was his brain. He'd been out there for so long that he could pick apart defenses quickly and process information and get the ball out fast in less than two and a half seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and and we're going to be missed that. We're going to miss that this year. It's we, we don't have that quality in the quarterback room. That's not to say we should we should have kept Ben. It was time. Right. It was time. I want to be clear. It was time for Ben to go. Yeah. But, um, you know, there are there are qualities the old guys got that the younger guys don't. And um, that's one of them. Being able to process information quickly and get the ball yep. out to the right guy is, uh, well, so it's it's not necessarily Mitch's forte at this point. Now it's a new offense, and thank God the offensive line was not terrible um, pass blocking. You know, one one quick point on that because yeah. I, I've I've railed on the guy since they signed him about how bad he was. Mason Cole was not that bad in pass protection. He was pretty good. He's not good in, against the run. <laughs> He's not going to run for block, right. run blocking at all. But in pass pro. He's pretty okay. You know, I, I I was pleasantly surprised. Going into the game, I was terrified. Yeah, I, I think there was a little bit of um, relief in some ways. Yeah. That, because I, I, I thought the Bengals would get to Trubisky more often. They've got I, a good I, defensive front. They do. It's it's athletic. Um, yeah. And I thought they would. But, um, you know, yeah, as, as often as we rail against this offensive line, especially in run blocking, I, I thought they were okay. They, know, they did all right. It yeah. wasn't, you know, it wasn't great, but it was pretty okay. It really was pretty good. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and if you've got a good quarterback, pretty good is good enough. Absolutely. I, no, I think that's a good phrase. That belongs on a T-shirt, actually. Uh, before I bring uh, Ian into the show here, Ellie. Ellie, is that sign were, language? I, I Maybe. I don't know. Uh, when you were watching Trubisky, did you at any point think, um, okay, we need to replace him? Or were you sticking with Mitch the whole way? Sticking with Mitch the whole way. My thing on the about replacing <clears throat> this, especially this early in the season, and it does not mean that I think that um, Kenny Pickett wouldn't be successful because I would always hope for the best. But let's say he goes out there and has just as abysmal time. Who are you calling for now? Mason. <laughs> Mason would get out of his street clothes. At, at least Scarps would be happy. <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> the hey, man, there was table. a bus. There was a bus, and you weren't getting out of the way, so I just gave you a little nudge. <laughs> uh, well, I, I look, I, I think there were throws that maybe Pickett makes, but in no way in, in any way, shape, or form was I sitting there thinking you got to make the switch. Uh, I, I think, you know, Jay Glazer, who's very close with Mike Tomlin, he tweeted before the game, he said the plan is for Kenny Pickett to basically ride the pine all year. Now, I don't know that I believe that. I do. 
but I can see it. It's, I can see it's it. It's a solid plan, honestly. It, it, yeah, ultimately it is. I'm a little surprised, as we've talked about, because of his age and his experience in college. But, um, it, you know, it, it is what it is. And if that's the decision that the Steelers have made, then so be it. Uh, let me bring Ian in. I hope he's uh, doing very, very well tonight. I am. Excellent. Excellent. How much have you had to drink, Ian? A couple. Uh, Only a couple? Only a couple. By the way, let's share what we are is drinking it, tonight. It's a nice time to do more that. More than a couple? Uh, you know, Ian, Ian, look what had, I have. That stuff is great. I have it's some fan- in my cupboard. It's so good. It's fantastic. Redemption I just got bourbon. it this weekend. Yeah. Uh, they, there's three or four different uh, types. Yeah. There's, there's I, a rye and a couple other ones. I have the same one you do. I'm drinking Terry Bradshaw's Finest since we kicked oh, off the nice. season with the victory. Beautiful. Beautiful. I actually got to get some more. I don't have a bottle I can open of that. I, I The only one I have left is batch number one, and I'm not drinking it. No, don't touch that, baby. Uh, Ian, what did you think of uh, Mitchell Trubisky's performance? We, we've, you know, had some input on it, but what did you see? Um, you know, going back through the All-22, he missed some throws. But Joe Burrow missed some throws, too. You know, Burrow had guys running wide open through the secondary and didn't hit them. Um, Trubisky missed some throws. I thought the best two plays of the game came from about the 40-yard line that were the sort of pre-scripted, um, you know, throws to the tight ends that the the one was sort of the pseudo flea flicker and the other one was the screen pass to Gentry. Um, the pass to Najee on the goal line was also a well-designed play. But other than that, honestly, my biggest complaint in the game was more Matt Canada's play calling and play design than anything about Trubisky's performance. That Canada called some dumbass plays and especially in some dumb situations. And it just, I don't know. There were two third downs. They called the exact same play and it didn't work the first time. And shocker, it didn't work the second time either. Um, so, you know. Yeah. What and, the fuck? And, and part of it too, I think, is that when you have 11 drives during a game and only one of them produces more than one first down on a drive like the only time they had more than one first down on a drive was their touchdown drive all the other ones were either zero or one during regulation so it's really hard to get into a rhythm offensively some of that's on mitch some of that's on the play calling um you know it it was just all around a a very sloppy offensive performance and it starts with the coaches on down well let's dive into mr matt north of the border um (laughs) I am. I, I will say, since I, I joined late, I am wearing my Minka Mania shirt. Oh, I'll stand it. You can find yeah. on the DC4L site. I still believe. Uh, yes, you. Can. I'm wearing a shirt I, I found in the strip for like six bucks. Oh, I know exactly where you found it too. If you got it for about <laughs> six bucks, um, Canada. Okay, uh, Scarps. Stop. <laughs> Apparently we're we're getting in the way of scarps, whatever the hell he's doing there. I'm watching uh, the game. Oh Jesus, this guy. Am I not allowed? Nah, fucking with it. He's multitasking. <laughs> um, w- w- what did you think of Matt Canada uh, in the post Ben era? Well, besides uh, quarterback mobility, it looked awfully similar. Similar. Um. You know, oh, I can't believe I'm going to fucking defend this guy, but um, okay. I feel like. I wanted to dry. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
this is this is yeah i can't even describe what kind of canada dry this is this is definitely not the canada dry like ginger ale lemonade combo um it's no. terrible um i feel like they don't trust the line or canada doesn't trust the line um because would you no i wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't, but I wouldn't, but my, my thing about my thing is then what have you been investing your picks in? Uh, You, you're pretty, you're going to acquire, buddy. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so, so, so that's fine. So getting back to Canada, if they're not trusting their line, then is he doing cute ass things to disguise their blemishes? It's like, listen, dude, we all know you got pimples. Like, like you know, like you don't got to lie to me. So, and I, I think I might've tweeted this the other day, or maybe I just texted it to y'all, but I was like, I need another jet suite. I need another chase. Did you, did you Please. notice Ryan, the misdirection on all those jet sweeps was fooling the, the cameramen, but not fooling the Bengals. Yes. So, so like, and that's, and, and that's the other thing too. Like once again, like Chase Claypool was your leading rusher, and they yeah. spent they six, spent six a first they spent yards. a first round pick on Najee Harris. And listen, I'm not gonna shit on Najee. I'm not gonna do that. Oh, hell no. But no. Najee did not look good the other day. He looked hurt. He looked slow. Doesn't and look healthy. I don't know if that. He's and not I don't 100%. know if that's you know if that you know that that's another that's a topic of conversation for another thing. Anyway, getting back to Canada, mm-hmm. I think Canada. I can't believe I'm defending him. This might be the last week of this. I think he's doing the best he can with what he has because he doesn't want to throw anybody under the bus. But then when he talks to the media, he basically is like, "I think our O line's fine." Maybe so uh, they, what you're saying? They suck. Light a fire under their ass. Do something. But like, like the dude, like the dude is is so bland i can't even describe yeah. I, I can't even describe it like because mm-hmm. you know what chase claypool had a great rookie year remember he had all those touchdowns and then all the teams were gonna if i'm gonna tell you and we're gonna talk about this eventually but all the Steeler fans out there right now that are like oh we're gonna beat the patriots do you still know who is their head coach? Do you not think right now he's like literally thinking, oh, they don't have TJ Watt. They got this bum ass offense. Like we got, we're going to get, we're going to be one and one. Like, like do you, do you think, and I know Matt Patricia's calling the plays, but when it comes down to Which it. Which is its own comedy show. Yes. Yeah. But do you not think Bill Belichick, do you not think Bill Belichick is telling Matt Patricia, what they need to do this week, or he's telling his son or, or Gerard Mayo, Hey, here's what we need to do on defense this week. So, uh, I think that, that Scarps basically Scarps basically just compared Matt Canada to Mason Rudolph. So Mason Rudolph is the, uh, <laughs> I hate you. Matt Canada is the Mason Rudolph of, of offensive coordinators. He's just trying <laughs> to make it easy on the team and keep it really bland. Interesting uh, subplot. I don't know if you guys talked about this before I got on, but Brian Flores has had a lot of success against Bill Belichick teams in the past. 
Sorry, Big Ben's burner. I'm just, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just, listen, I get told all the time I'm too negative. I'm too negative. So I'm trying to be a little bit be more who positive. No, are, man. man. He's a fucking naysayer. He just, he tries to play devil's advocate all the time. This is, this is just scarps. This is what he does. That He's is like, not yeah, true. yeah, but, yeah, but, I'm yeah, going, I'm but. leaving. I'm leaving permanently. You are not. I'm going to Canada. Way <laughs> <laughs> Canada. I'm just kidding. Yeah, there we go. We'll be singing that song by the end of the season. Uh, we should note this moment right now in the podcast <laughs> because Ian just came up with the song. Blame, blame Canada? Yeah, from yeah, the South Park movie. Look, yeah. look, look, Scarps had to like check out for a minute. What's look at he, that. He's, he's Aaron piss- with the power of positivity. <laughs> he's either pissing or he's getting another beer. One of the two. Um, hey, Aaron, really happy to hear about your fantasy team. Yeah, you, can tell, off. you can tell Ben's ecstatic. Yeah. Uh, Ellie, could you tell when a jet sweep was coming? Were you starting to get the feeling? Oh, here it is again. Here it is again. I mean, yes, I did feel that it was uh, repetitive is definitely the word that I would use to describe our offense for a number of years. I don't really always feel a great difference between where we were before Canada and where we are now. Um, But I also do a little bit agree not in defense of Canada, but I also think there is a little bit of concern about the O-line and what can you do with what we're working with on the O-line. Um, so I'm sure that maybe factors in, but mm-hmm. I agree that by the end of this season, Canada's name will be, if it's not already, will be Dirt. Because I can see people just turning and blaming him constantly, rightfully so in many ways. But um, I think because we've all said this is the this is the season for him to yes. prove. This is the one where everybody wants to see big changes and wants to see this more dynamic offense that we were promised from his college days. And one game, but um, so far, no. Hey, I, I, I mean, I'll say this: he got Derek White on the field more than we've ever seen. I, I, you know, I'll say that, yeah, but, and I will say this know. for Derek White: he's actually a pretty good pass blocker. Well, yeah, I guess you know. Didn't he? He's okay. Didn't he get one? Didn't we use him once for? He had one target. I don't know. One target. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I he was kind of like window dressing on Sunday, which it's kind of odd window dressing, but um, there was also a third down play where he was running a crossing route and ran right into Chase Claypool, who was running a crossing route in the other right. direction. Yeah. Right. That was awesome. You want to? You want to talk about TJ. easy? Brothers TJ. <laughs> His brother's TJ. His brother's Shut TJ. Shut up. You guys know that? His brother's TJ. Um, Go ahead. I'll, I'll, whenever. I, w- I want to make one more final point. What's okay. Point? Go ahead. All right. So, hey. give me actually, give me a minute here. I got to edit Give me a sakes. minute. All right, you know who is you know who is a surprisingly good blocker was Jalen Warren. Not oh only surprisingly, not he only was a stud yeah. during the preseason. Not but... only, well, listen, hear me out. Not only on blitz pickup where he was good in the preseason, but he was a lead blocker out on some of those Claypool end arounds that he made a couple blocks that got Claypool like five or ten extra yards. That, yeah. You yeah. know, that's no, that's right. where I thought it was more impressive that we yeah. knew he could blitz pick up from the preseason. It was that essentially being a lead blocker on those end arounds that was impressive too. But the block of the game that he had was in pass pro. And oh, holy a, shit. It was a gunshot. I love, oh, oh my, my God. It was all God. Was that a beautiful block? Yeah. 
I, that linebacker know. didn't know what the fuck hit him. And guys, and that's what Benny Snell doesn't do. He can't. You know? He can't pass block to save no. his life. No, and that's and you, we know Tomlin. We've known Tomlin for fifteen years, whatever it is. When he has running backs play, they have to be able to to pick up blitzes. I mean, that's just he's said it before, uh, and and that's why he's he's gone with Warren. So I I'm totally fine with it. I'm kind of yeah. Curious I, to see I, I like Jalen Warren. I do too. I'm a fan. No, I, I've been a week, but I'm a fan. No, I'm, I'm right with you. I, he hasn't done anything to make me think I, I won't be a fan, mm-hmm. uh, at least for the time being. So, um, yeah. And uh, Ryan, did you have another point? I saw your hand up there. You know, it doesn't matter, but, uh, Matt Cannon, his only year, uh, when he was with Pitt was 2016. They averaged like 41 again. points a game. Yeah. Um, and their, their quarterback was Nate Peterman. So take that <laughs> And I and John Groot loved Nate Peterman for, for whatever that's worth. Oh, that's right. Um, I tell you what, uh, man, that guy. I'm sorry, um, but like, I'm just like I'm sitting there thinking because like now, Pat Narduzzi. Here's a guy that's missed for Sunday Night Football. Who are you, Mike Tirico? What's that? Um, but no, like it's just like, huh. like Matt Canada. Matt Canada had one good year, and it was at Pitt in 2016 when Nate Peterman was the fucking quarterback. And I, yes, they had they had James Conner and Tyler mm-hmm. Boyd and whatnot. But like, I don't know. Like I tweeted this the other day. I'm defending Matt Canada now, but I don't know how Matt Canada even got the fucking job, let alone he's still the offensive coordinator this far along. I uh, know. Yeah, I and, and and I agree with you. And here's the other thing: is the reason that that Matt Canada's expectations were high, if you will, going into this offseason was fucking pit fans that watched him that one year. Sure. And they, they equate Six years ago, five years, they ago. equate ACC football to the NFL, which I'm sorry. It's a giant fucking difference. Okay. Yeah. There are lots. Steve Spurrier. He was a great offensive coordinator in college. Couldn't do shit in the NFL. No, didn't do a no. fucking thing. He was awful. All right. No. So just because it worked in college doesn't mean it'll work in the NFL where everyone is good. Everyone. <laughs> uh, I want to get to the comment that's up there, uh, Steelers Freak, saying um, Harris's vision is he missing small holes? Uh, you He's know, just hitting not firing a wall? off very fast right now. He's not he, firing off very fast. No. I, I didn't see many holes that he missed. When I went back and watched it, that there weren't any, really any holes there to to speak of, but his vision wasn't great last year. You know, it was kind of well. Was I, used, let's put it this way: he was yeah. used to Alabama holes, all right, and he wasn't getting holes like that in in Pittsburgh. Mm-mm. So it was no. it was a it was a a wake up call, well, you know. Well, and, and yeah, Ian, let me ask you this question: it, Yeah. Does that happen a little bit if your offensive line is not good? Do you do you start to question <laughs> where the hole is? You you do a little bit, and and part of the there's problem, a lot of loaded questions here. Yeah, tonight. and part well, of the, yeah, let me part of the problem is in. the whole Justin Herbert's dead. That's great. The hole you the hole you see might not be the hole that's there by the time you get there. Absolutely. There was there was a play. It was in the first half of the game that I remember watching live and saying, 
oh, Najee had a hold of the outside. Why didn't he bounce it out there? And then when I watched it on the All-22 and you see the end zone view from behind him, you're like, oh, because it looks like he's got a giant friggin' hole between you know between the guard and tackle that he can just run through. Mm-hmm. The problem was that Dan Moore got put on skates and got run right through the hole so that by the time Najee saw the hole, made the cut, like, Dan Moore's guy took him right into the hole that Najee saw. So, like, when I saw it live, my thought was Najee missed bouncing that outside. But when you see it from the end zone view, you're like, oh, there's a giant hole there. I understand why he ran through that. It was just that Dan Moore was terrible at run blocking the whole game. He was just on on skates all game. No, you're you're exactly right. Um, and I, a lot and of... I, honestly, a lot yeah. of the issue I saw with the run blocking was the backside blocking. The guys were were blowing blocks on the backside and player and defenders were coming around, you know, crashing down the line <laughs> and, and catching Najee as he was getting into the hole. So there may have yeah. been a hole there, but those backside blocks are important right. to keep people from crashing down the, down no, across the absolutely line. Absolutely correct. Yeah, no, I, I, I know it was a loaded question, but I, I think it, it bore out some explanation because, you know, yeah, holes, holes, in, holes in the NFL, uh, are much different than they are in college. They, they open, they close very quickly. Sometimes they look like they're there, they're really not. And he did, he, you know, I agree with what Freak is saying. He he looks like he's looking for something, thinking it's going to be there, and it's it's just not. I um, thought that you know. he Sunday anyway. Yeah. His he couldn't fire off. He didn't look healthy. He just did not look healthy. It looked to right. me like like everything was a delay run. You know everything. Yeah. I agree. And that I know. that yep. that may have been partly play calling. Don't get me wrong, but you know it, it it looked to me like like he was waiting, and he wasn't firing off. Even last season, at least, even when he guessed wrong, he fired off into the hole. And this year, he didn't do it. No, I agree. And, and I just put a comment up there from Big Ben Burner, and I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, they hey, do that uh, on the goal line. They had Gunner yeah. blocking on the goal line trying to seal the edge. Like, this is the stupid shit that they did last year where yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, let's put Ray Ray McLeod on the goal line. And I mean, honestly, if, if Gunner had gotten fucking dirty and tried to go down by his knees, I would have been fine with that. But he didn't. He just tried to take him off, you know, around the, the gut, the numbers. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're going to get tossed into the fucking stands, dude. Yeah. You know, the, the efforts there with Gunner. Don't you I don't talk anybody, about Gunner that way. But, <laughs> no, Gunner's, but, I like yeah. Gunner. I, I like him really a lot. Has impressed I me. agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, hey, real quick, uh, we are uh, excited though. to be uh, uh, lined up with Raycon. Raycon uh, featuring new uh, earbuds and stuff. And uh, right now, if you go to buyraycon.com today and use code TPPN15 to get 15% off your Raycon order, that's code TPPN at buyraycon.com to score the 15% off buyraycon.com code TPPN. Uh, these are very different than AirPods. They're, they kind of sit in the hole of your ear versus kind of dropping out. They got uh, customizable profiles, earbud functions, uh, great for just about any type of listening. So jump on that if you are in the market for those. Um, it's in the hole. It's in the hole. Um, Pat Fryermuth, um, I, I thought, made some very athletic plays. Obviously, Trubisky found him over the middle. Uh, I thought so he did Gentry. Great- both the tight ends were great. Holy shit. Zach Gentry. Did you ever think in a million years you'd see no. him have more than a 10-yard reception? <laughs> um, g- good for Zach. Very likable guy. Uh, good for him. 
Um, you know, anybody else uh, offensively that you, you think you can build on? I mean, I, here's a question a lot of Steelers fans were asking uh, Scarpino. Where was George Pickens? Oh. Um, uh, all right. I'm going to start out with some positives before I, before I troll. Um, I, I think Mitch might've had him on a couple throws if he had a, had a better throw. One yeah. for sure um, down the right sideline. Yes, yes. But, uh, now I'm going to troll. Um, I was told George Pickens is going to bully people and he's going to fucking smack people over and all this shit. Preseason is preseason. Everybody right. that was already to throw Pickens in the fucking Hall of Fame was like, oh, where's this guy at? That shit doesn't fly in the regular season. Okay. Like this week, again, if you don't think Bill Belichick, Darth Vader, and his Darth Vader kid, but not Han Solo. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, not Luke Skywalker. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry if I find any Star Wars folks out there. Um, oh my God. Chief's about to make a house call. Here is a flag. Anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, George Pickens got a little bit of the rookie medicine. Yeah. Uh, I'm not giving up on him right now, but no, uh, of course like, not. That's just, One game. One game. that's just, that's just the way it is, but he's not running people over. He's not blocking people off the line. Like everybody thought he was going to for fucking free clicks on fucking Twitter. I said it. I agree yeah. with everything that Ryan just said. Said it. However, this, this week, <laughs> This week, what Belichick will do every time you play him is take away your best offensive player. And your best offensive player right now is Deontay Johnson. That's fair. That's fair. So Belichick will take him away, which will put pressure on Pickens, who will have single coverage most of the game to step up and be a performer this week. And I'm fairly certain Mike Tomlin, who's been around for a little while, Mm-hmm. Has already given George Pickens this speech, and maybe he's given the same yeah. talk to, to Chase to Chase Claypool. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Ben. I and, bet you Claypool got it too, and been like, "Hey, you two. He's gonna he's gonna bracket DJ all game long, yeah, and take him away, and you two need to step up and make some plays." Uh, Ellie. Uh... What is your level of confidence as far as, as Ben just described, Deontay Johnson kind of gets taken out of the game and, and now we have to find a guy to, to really rely on, whether, whether it's Pickens, whether it's Claypool, maybe it's Fryermuth. I mean, what's your level of confidence that we can accomplish that given the fact that Trubisky was eh and the offensive line, of course, was eh? If we take away those two other factors just tempor- just for a moment and talk about the guys that we're looking to utilize in those moments where DJ is unavailable. I think a, a really good positive if I'm going to stay on the positive side of things is you could, you've just named three people that could step up and that's three of potentially four or five others as well. So I think the person there, it's about making the, that's when you bring in Trubisky and the O-line you have to look at those and discuss those, um, those factors. And I know, a lot of role in what we can do offensively. So I'm confident in the receivers. I'm confident the people that we that making the plays. What I'm worried more about is before the throw is before those uh, the the opportunities arise. 
it's those people, it's the line, it's Trubisky that need to step up to give those guys the opportunity to stand in for DJ when when he's taken out of the game. So I'm confident in them. Mm-hmm. I just, what we need is that that step one to step up first. And that makes perfect sense because if you don't have everything in place mm-hmm. in, in the first place, then you're not going to be able to deliver the ball to those other three or four guys. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's, we've, we've seen that all too often in recent years. Um, so Ian, if I said to you, what, what do you want to see? And that's what I will say to you. What do you want to see this week uh, offensively? I, I mean, I, we we've seen Matt Canada now. Um, he, he's, he's got a limited Najee Harris, I think. And, and if, if Rudolph of offensive coordinators, yeah, what that's funny. What uh, what are you looking for this week, Ian? I want to see touchdowns instead of field goals, and I want to see <laughs> oh, sustained God. drives. Please, please. actually, more more important, I want to see sustained drives. I want to see fewer three and outs, fewer one first down and outs. Like, actually, to his credit, Presley Harvin had a great friggin' game, and he had to because. They were punting a whole heck of a lot. Um, but, yeah, I want to see them sustain drives and get into some rhythm offensively. I actually thought that, you know, a couple times in that Bengals game, they went to a little bit of a hurry-up look, and it was a good move. It, it kind of threw the Bengals' defense off a little mm-hmm. bit. But then they would, like, have an incompletion or get into a third and long, and they'd be like – hurrying up to get off the field and then your defense is on the field for 43 friggin' minutes yeah you know like the the hurry up is good when you're sustaining drives the hurry up doesn't help you when you're going three and out so they need to sustain some drives stay on the field longer to keep the defense off the field and you know turn short fields into touchdowns and and put seven on the board instead of three and and why not instead of the hurry up as we've explained many times over the years of this show, why not just go to a no huddle, take your time, you know, and, and you still burn a little bit of clock. Um, but at the same time, you're, you're, you're keeping the defense, you know, because if they try to sub, then you just snap the ball. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, I'm making it sound a lot easier than it is, but um, yeah, just seems to me that'd and- be better. And I think the the challenge is when you have so many new players on the field, right? You have a new quarterback. You have some new offensive linemen. You have receivers that haven't worked with this quarterback before. Like Ben could run that muddle huddle or the the no you know the the no huddle but not hurry up because right. he knew the playbook and could just call things out to people. But yeah. you need to be able to communicate well, and you need people that know what the hand signals are well enough that you can kind of run that stuff without huddling. If you want to do that is, is the challenge you need people. And really to do that, you have to be working together for a while and have that trust that, okay, I yelled that thing. I hope my receiver out there knows what he's doing. And as we've talked about on this show before, by the end of his career, Ben was just yelling out routes and being like defense. I dare you to friggin' stop me. Cause right. I'm just going to tell you what we're going to run. Right, no, you're you're absolutely correct, and and believe me, there's part of me that misses that a little bit all the time too. But uh, it is what it is. Um, Scarps, Mac Jones, uh, he's got a bad back, but are we hearing that he's going to play? And if he does play, can he survive this defense? Because I think this defense is still going to be fairly active even without T.J. Watt. 
you watch your mouth. Um, no, I'm being a dick. Um, this defense, okay, Steel Dad, no, no disrespect. This defense not is not going to be the same as, as no, it is. I didn't say the same. I just said active. Active, active is great. Um, yeah. But I look at this as um, Bill Belichick is going to do whatever. If he if he has to run the ball 50 times this week, he's going to. Yeah, that's just the way he is. Um, I'm not going to say the Steelers defense is going to be bad without him, but I just don't like the wor- best and worst case scenario happened against Cincinnati. They probably played the game of the season week one. I don't know if they're ever, I mean, that that's an, that's an historic day for the Steelers defense. So um well, they kind of did last year, week one too. I mean, it was a it not, was, yeah, numbers wise, no, right. but it was a, it was a Herculean effort. But yeah, it's still the Patriots. I don't care if Tom Brady's there or not; they still have good coaches. Um, this defense is going to miss TJ Watt, and I think you're going to see it on Sunday. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, ben, uh, what do you expect to see from the uh, Evil Empire uh, come Sunday? They're they're zero and one. Uh, in that division, you cannot afford to get too far behind Buffalo. Buffalo's, uh, I mean, they're running away with it. So what do you expect to see from? As I've already pointed out, Emperor Hoodie. I expect um, to defensively take away our best player. Right. Which is Deontay. So that's, that's what they've done historically. Yeah. And then uh, after that, as Ryan's pointed out, Kind of whatever it takes on offense. If that mm-hmm. means running the ball, if running the ball is working, they will run the ball over and over and over <laughs> and over and over. Against we'll Buffalo, get, he did that. We yeah, last get year. Sick of it. Yeah, yeah. Threw the ball like three times or something. Yeah. Of course, part of that was the wind. I think there was this ridiculous wind. But well, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. If it's working, you keep doing it. <laughs> Especially right. if you're sustaining drives, right? And we will be furious if the Steelers' defense keeps giving up first downs on the ground. We will be fucking pissed. Uh, yeah. No, there's no yeah. question. People will be. Uh, I'm just, you know, just put it out there. Slightly upset by that. Not slightly. Um, apoplectic <laughs> would be the word I would use. Um, so you know he's going to keep doing. Basically, what the Steelers need to do initially is stop the damn run. They got to stop yeah. the run, okay? Yeah. And I thought they played – granted, they gave up 133 yards because they had that one long run on fourth and one where they just gave up contain and shit the bed. And, they also um, give give the Bengals credit. Blockers there. Go ahead, yeah. what? Yeah. Ian, what? They said the fourth and one run, they had five defenders against seven blockers on that side of the field yeah. or something like that. They were, they, were yeah. out, they were outmanned on that side. Yeah, but – I mean, there are ways to counter that, but we just, we didn't do it. Didn't do it. Um, Long story short, the Steelers gave up 3.9 yards per rush, which isn't horrible, but it's too many yards. Mm -hmm. Okay. On Sunday. All right. If you take away that one, one long run, it's a little bit less than three. Can't give up the big play. Can't give up the big play. Right. If you do that, they're going to hit. Belichick's just going to, Gouge you. He's just going to keep coming back to it, keep coming back to it, keep coming back to it, because if if the well is yielding water, 
why walk away, you know? Yeah. So I expect him to do some shit like that. Um, maybe bend some rules um, or get right up, up, up upon the precipice of breaking them, but not quite get there. Um <laughs> Big Ben's burner just nailed yeah. it. I'm the same way. I mean, exact. I feel the same way. He he, he could put out 11 Mickey Mouses, and I'd I mean, still be I've nervous. I've been in Pittsburgh for for Patriots games where we won, and I've been there for Patriots games where we lost badly. Um, so it's a mixed bag, you know, yeah. man. But yeah, I hate that motherfucker. Obviously, <laughs> um, you know, I. He's a damn good coach. He yeah, really is. He is. Mm-hmm. And defensively, especially, he's a damn good coach. And then when he, when he had Tom Brady on top of that, well, shit. Now you've got the offense to boot and the great defensive coach. Pretty hard to beat. Um, Defensively, yeah, he's going to do what he's going to do. I'm rambling on. Offensively, he's going to do what he needs to do. And I expect them to probably win by a little. So, uh with that said, let's get some predictions here. Um, and Ellie, I'm going to start with you first. Are we in already? Yeah. What's that? Nothing. Oh, uh, Ellie, your prediction for Sunday's 1 p.m. game. And uh, for most of you, uh, it is a uh, televised game nationally. There's a few areas where it's not. Um, but again, for the second week in a row, the, the Steelers will, will have pretty much the nation's attention in the 1 o'clock window. Ellie, you believe... The final score will be. Oh, God. I don't really have a score prediction because I really don't know how this one's going to go. Okay. But, you know, it worked last week to be really negative. So I'm going to say that we lose, but we might not. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to, you know, oh, God, this is a really tough one because I agree with everything Ben said about. I was a little stitious. I like this. I yeah. am very, very superstitious. So now that we've all said lose, we must say that every week now until it breaks the curse. Um, but I, I agree with everything Ben said about, I feel that the Patriots are a very adaptive team. If something's working, they're making it work. Adaptive. Um, yeah, that's a nice adaptive. word for it. Yeah, Good that's, word, yeah. That's, that's Fucking cheaters. I feel about that team. Hate playing them. Hate that team. Hate Bill, but respect him. So, um... I expect it to be a close-ish game. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. But, but I'm thinking, because I would like to think that the defense will at least keep us in it. I know that losing TJ is a big blow, but it is, I expect them to, he's not, he is obviously, he's a deep boy, he's a great player, but there are other people on that defense that were just as great on Sunday, Minka being one. So I expect them those to still step up. However, we cannot have them on the field as much as we did. That's not sustainable. That's an excellent point. So if we can just get something going, just a little something, just then something, something. Yeah, just give me, give me like a couple of first downs back to back. Like, please, I don't want to be three and outs. Because when they when we get a first down, it gives me false hope, and then we go three and out. Right. So you're the one. We should blame you. When they get a first down and then it goes in the toilet, it's your fault. You know what? Oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. You can... <laughs> but I'm the Patriots kicker? Is it Nick Folk? I – what was that? Sorry? Nick Folk. Is he the Patriots kicker right now? 
Um, I, I thought it was a veteran guy. Ian might it know. Is. I think I'm it is. Nick it's Folk. Nick Folk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was right. Yeah. All right. So, so Ellie, you are going with the Steelers to win? Lose. Lose. Mm-hmm. Ian? Your score, thoughts. Ellie. By the way, score? Ian, will you be there Sunday? I will score, be there Sunday. Ellie. What's the score? score? I don't have a score because I didn't give a score last week. So I'm not. Okay, the Patriots by how many? I'm not saying it. I'm All not right. superstitious. I can't do it. Okay. Okay. All right. So Ian will be in attendance at Heinz Acrisure Field. I mean, stadium. Acrisure is hell not calling it that. Yeah. Ooh, um, I'm fun. taking one of my kids. I'm not sure which one yet. So they'll probably hear some language coming out of my mouth they haven't heard before. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, How do you decide, Ian? Well, there's two of them that are old enough to go. So gotcha. one of them's going to this game and one of them's going to the Jets game. And they get to decide between themselves which one wants to go to which game. Oh. And okay. then the other ones will just wait until they're older. So, gotcha. you know. Gotcha. How old do you have to be to go to a Steelers game, Ian? Uh, well, my dad took me when I was five. Holy and I kind of grew up at the stadium and I loved it. Now, I feel like that's a choice that each parent has to make True. depending on how mature your kids are. My last year, I took two my oldest two kids who at the time were 10 and 8. They're 11 and 9 now. So with my kids, I waited a little bit. My right. dad did not. But, you know, yeah, um, very at any rate. Words, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. At, at any rate, I'm going to say. God bless Mr. McMeans for that. <laughs> I'm going to say Steelers 19 to 13. Oh. On, yes. There's going to be a lot of friggin' field goals in this game. I, I have yeah. no confidence in it. Yeah. I'm basically at the point where I'm like, I think both teams could score one touchdown and then whoever kicks more field goals wins. So I'm going to go with Steelers 19 to 13, basically meaning Boswell four field goals and Nick Folk two field goals. All right. Field goal contest for Ian, Mr. Scarpino. Yeah. Um. Now, bear in mind, Mason Rudolph is the offensive coordinator. That's right. <laughs> Mason Rudolph. I just, I mean, I don't, I, I just, I just look at this and on, on defense, coaching wise, on defense, mm-hmm. I feel like they're probably even, but it's still Belichick. And then on offense, I'm like, man, Matt Patricia sucks. So does Matt Canada. Both Matt's. <laughs> They're doormats. Get them out of here. Um, wow. <laughs> deep thinking going on here. 12, 9. No, I'm sorry. Yes. 12, 9 Patriots. 12, wow. Nine. Nick Folk over Chris Boswell. Shame on you. Mr. Ben Anderson. Your well. While Ben finishes chewing, the one thing I forgot to say was <laughs> that the Patriots' offensive line is almost as bad as ours is. Uh-huh. The Bengals was bad last week. The Patriots only have one starter, I think, on their line from last year, and they moved him from left tackle to right tackle, and everyone else is different. So um, they've they've shuffled their whole line around and yeah. drafted, what was his name, Cole Strange, who Scarps was like, he'd be a great pick in the third round. Yeah. And then the Patriots took him in the first round and were like, Okay, so and he gets his, right. he gets he gets to see Cam Hayward this exactly. Week. Welcome so, to the NFL, babe. Are you are you gonna, <laughs> are you gonna trust a guy from like 
South Dakota State or wherever he was from or no. Cam Hayward. So yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm coming. I'd from like to too. note for the record that uh, Ian just called them the Bangles, which means he's definitely been drinking. Um, <laughs> Eternal flame. All right, so we've uh-huh. got, uh, so so far we've got Ellie uh, no score, but Patriots winning. We've got Ian uh, 12 9. No, 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 1913. 1913. And then Steelers, Steelers you had a yeah. what? 12 to 9. 12 9 Patriots. Pats. Okay. Similarly, right. I'm going to go with a very close one. I'm going to say the, uh, the Pats do not cover. Uh, I'm going to go 16 14 Patriots. Holy yeah. jeez. If anybody's watching, we're talking under. We're talking mega yeah. under. Play Super the under, under, kids. Super under. Yeah, bet the under. Yeah. Now, it, it is, for whatever this means, it is supposed to be about 85 degrees and, and sunny, uh, pretty warm on Sunday. It's so. not at all humid in Pittsburgh. Never. It's, it's never September. humid there. It's always a no nice, big deal. No, this, is, this, is that, this is that week. This is that one week of September where it's just shit. Like, yeah. It's like you get like sweating. It is like 55, right? It's 55. I will out tell right you, now. having sat in Ian's seats, a little nice and, and chilly when you walk September game for the fucking home opener when Ben ripped his elbow. You do not want to be there. So I, I, yeah. I admire the fact that Ian is going to go down there and, and brave the elements for this game because that is a really not fun place to be sitting during the game. It's toasty. 18 my, my, inches of plastic. It's not just toasty. It's fucking sticky. Yeah, sticky, nasty, yeah. stinky. Yeah. Yeah, my seats are in the lower bowl on like the ten yard line on the visitor side. So like you're in the sun. sun all day. You're in the sun. A lot all of day. sun. Wear yeah. your sunscreen, Ian. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I'm with all of you. I think it's going to be some type of a field goal fest. Probably going to end up being a defensive or special teams type of a play that changes this. Um, and and I I keep hearkening back to last year when we went into Buffalo. Everybody had us losing. We won. Everybody was all fired up, coming home, home opener. The Raiders are not that good, and we look like crap. And we say the Raiders sucked, and we lost. Yes, and I, I get the feeling the same type of thing is happening again. Uh, that that everybody's really confident, beat a good opponent on the road. Now we come into a home game against Patriots. They're coming off a loss. So therefore, I'm going to go uh, Patriots twenty to sixteen. That's my score. You know, you're really negative. Still under. Well, we're all negative. You know, it's what we do here. We're negative. Um, we're not negative. Other, was I the only shows. one to pick the Steelers to actually win this game? Yeah, I think you were wrong, but yeah, you had right. to because you doubled down last week. That's you said right. The Steelers were going to beat the Patriots last week. You're right. I did. I did. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. All right. The over under is forty. Actually, and a half. I believe the quote we're was all uh, under. What's his name? Mac. What? Mac uh, Jones. Jones. You said I, Mac I Jones. The sucks. quote was Mac Jones sucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he I does. Play that. I, what do you I think agree. Mitch Trubisky? What do you think about Mitch Trubisky right now? All right. Small me small sample size. Like he wasn't out there enough for me to, to judge him adequately. How about his footwork? He's been in the league much longer than Mac Jones. Okay. Mitch Trubisky is a step above a career backup, whatever that is. Like journeyman starter, I guess. Like I'd I'd liken him to a 
mid to late career Vinny Testaverde. How about that? Is Mac Jones? No, no, no. Mitch Trubisky. Oh, okay. Mitch, Mitch is good enough to travel around and start for a year or two for a team while they break in a rookie quarterback. Vinny Testaverde literally put Rod Woodson into the Hall of Fame. Yes. A L- little more yeah. mobile than Vinny T. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. But, okay, maybe maybe a, a little better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Ryan Fitzpatrick made a hell of a career for himself. Fitzpatrick is awesome. Basically being the guy who would come in and start a couple games in front mm-hmm. of a rookie – and yeah. Then, yeah. How? Yeah. Listen. Fitzpatrick how had a bunch of games where he was Mitch like really Trubisky good in the Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> realm. I'm. I'm. I'm not Fitzpatrick even. was really good for a couple of games, and then he'd be really, really bad for the next one. He was, never knew he was going to get. It. It's a mixed bag. He, he, he was, was always Fitz like magic that or Fitz yeah. tragic. That was yeah. Right. Yes. Exactly. You'd get Fitz magic, and then three weeks later, you'd get Fitz tragic. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I mean that's just how it worked. But uh, uh, Mitch isn't quite the like. Jay Cutler, I'm going to throw four touchdowns one week and four picks the next week. He's not quite that. All right, not that bad. That right. bad. I agree. But yeah. So, so Ryan, you said, "How dare you?" Is that in a? How dare I? How dare I sink Fitzpatrick to that level? Or how dare I elevate? <laughs> or how dare I put Mitch with him? Because Mitch wow, is where you? How dare you lower Fitz Magic to that level? <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, based on career, like based on career, Ryan Fitzpatrick is way better than Mitch Trubisky. Fair. Plus, Especially being undrafted. Or no, was he a seventh round pick out of Harvard? He was oh I'm not Ooh, sure. I thought he was undrafted, but I could be wrong. I mean, you're we're talking the number two overall pick versus a guy that was either a seventh rounder or an undrafted guy. Right. Well, he was only right. the number two overall pick because the Bears are idiots, but yeah, they well, are dumb as fuck. Yeah. They beat they the traded, last week. God they, damn it. They traded up to take Mitch Trubisky in a draft that also had Patrick Mahomes. I and Sean Watson. Into Sean Watson. Watson. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course that was got to hand it to you. Now it didn't really work out real well, real well for you. No. But... No. All um, right, we're getting out of here. Thanks for joining the show tonight. Um, we will be back again next week to uh, cover the Steelers game against the Patriots, and of course look ahead to the Browns. I believe that's a Thursday night, or is Brian. it? Is Ryan hang up? Yeah. So damn, he left quick. What the hell? He's gonna get a. Freaking note in his mailbox in the morning. Oh, now he pops back in. Look at this guy. What I the hell, no man? What, what a dick. <laughs> what an asshole. I think Unbelievable. I Unbelievable. I, uh, listen, easy over hey, here. Hey, you're getting a message from HR, buddy. That's it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we got a quick Sorry. turnaround. We're going to have to do the show a little earlier next week because right. of the Thursday night or so. Oh, yeah. Tonight. Coming, yeah, look for uh, Tuesday, Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday or Wednesday next week. Tuesday anyway, Wednesday? Um, Wednesday? why would you do it on Wednesday? What? There's a I'm game Thursday. Tuesday. Because we play, we play Sunday, and then we Monday, turn around Tuesday. and go to Cleveland. We play the so, yeah, we're going to have to go early in the week. Monday or Tuesday. Why would you do yeah. it on Wednesday? I would not, probably. Yeah. More than likely. Anyway. You're an angry elf. <laughs> You're an angry elf. <laughs> oh, we'll be talking about the elf, believe me. That was Ellie yeah. for the listeners at home. He's an angry elf, right? He's an angry elf. He's an angry elf. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm signing off for all of these individuals. Uh, thanks for listening, and thank you to the uh, great folks at deckroofing.com down there in South Florida. Check them out if you need 
roofing repairs. That's what they do, kids. And hey, go Steelers. Ravens suck. You know.